is there a war on drugs? What would happen if we made all drugs legal? Can You Tell Me Why is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong. Just checking that we're recording here. Uh, we've had a bit of technical snafu drama. A little snafu drama, Tom. Nothing too serious. Nothing we can't iron out. No, you're absolutely right. Nothing that uh, is unfixable. A little closer today. Yeah, we are a little closer today. For you guys that can't see us, which is everyone, we're closer. So that's nice. How are you, Tom? How's your weekend, mate? My weekend was all right. It was filled with work, and then I had one day of sort of of true freedom. How was Brisbane? Didn't actually get to go in the oh, end. Oh, no. Weather, windy weather, delayed flights, couldn't get to Brisbane. Believe me, I wasn't going for a holiday. Never would. I was going for work. So it was a blessing in disguise, really, because it meant I didn't have to go there. Yeah. Well, given, given your last, last experience, Tom, which was a little flat. Yeah, exactly. Well, I had, I think it was like four, four minutes after being in Brisbane, I was being offered drugs. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm... You're not that sort of man, Tom. I'm opposed... Diametrically opposed. I don't know if that's the correct term, but I reckon we'll throw it out. Hey, there. hey. Diametrically opposed to drugs whilst yep, in Brisbane. That's right. And I'll never do them. That's Brisbane. right. So you, you got a bit of freedom then? Got a bit of freedom. Actually, I went out Friday night. Rolled the arm over. R- rolled the arm over. Yeah. Got a couple into me. Sure. Couldn't be too outrageous, too obnoxious, too devil may care because I had work on Saturday. You were pretty. Well, I got a, a late night, late late night call from you, and you were a little, you were a little outrageous. I was. Look, I was, but I was responsible. I was reasonable. It was within reason, I would say. Yeah, the, but you had that. The. Oh, I could have. I could have really t- tied one on. Yeah, you, but it sounded like you were midway through. A little tie on. Well, I was sort of, but I also wasn't because I went home pretty soon after speaking to you. You just there was something about the way you were. S- there was a glint in my eye. There was a glint a, in a your voice. voice. There was a glint in your voice. Correct. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't tie one on. So get off my case. Congratulations, and, Tom. Would you like a medal? No, I wouldn't, mate. But you're accusing me of, of a glint in the eye. Yeah, and a, I, I, all I'm saying is tied on. All I'm saying is when you called me, you had a glint in the voice. I had work the next day. I had a okay. long, long day. So you didn't sleep under the desk. Didn't sleep under the desk this time. Okay. Couldn't, okay. Couldn't do it. Mature. Very mature. Really mature. How was your weekend? Yeah, lovely. Got down to Bow uh, with friend of the show, Hamish Fighting Street. Street Fighter Street. Uh, which was lovely, Tom. Had some real barrel weather on the Saturday, which I quite like. It's a beautiful time of year down there. A little overcast, quite chilly, bit windy, little bit of drizzle. Uh, lovely stuff. We L- got A little bit of drizzle's real nice. And for anyone that hasn't been to Hamish's house, which I hazard is probably most of our listeners, it is beautiful. It's to, it's to die for. It's to die for. It's real nice. Uh, and you know that tree as you come in the driveway? It, f- it was flowering. Oh, it was blossoming. Well, it's spring, it was, Eddie. It's springtime, but it only, it only flowers for a couple of weeks a year. That's a lovely Apparently. tree, that one. So we got it right at the just at the gorgeous time of year. Uh, we got to watch the bloody the barrel one mile classic. So that was a bit of a thrill. The one mile classic in Bower, you got to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very rare event that race. Uh, Ken, uh, hats off to Ken Russell who took out the uh, the seniors division. Ken could move. Tom. Well, you did just take my VB. That was going to be my VB. It was Ken Russell. I heard about him. <laughs> Ken can move, Tom. Ran a pretty sharp 505 for the mile. Now, what is senior? 
Uh, I believe it was like 45 and over. That's senior? Yeah. I mean, that's a little unfair. 45 think, and over. I think from memory, I heard them say that on the uh, on the old the microphone, the speakers. Yeah, the speaker. Yeah. The seniors event is now going on for the Barrel Tulip Time One Mile Race. Yes, yeah, exactly. Congratulations to Ken Walker, was it? Uh, Ken yeah, Russell? Ken Russell. It was uh, when there was a there was a little fat kid as well at the back of the back of the pack. He was he was dead last by some by some distance as well, and we we labelled him Tom. Oh well, I mean that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. I could see a lot of I can see a lot of myself in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, it was splitting, spitting image, spitting image. Probably, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably a little fitter than I am. Got clapped there. over the line. Ah, uh, see, I was, uh, that's you know, nice. you know what I mean? that's standing O, nice. standing yeah, yeah, ovation. Yeah. So look, it was good to get down a barrel, Tom. Uh, great to get down to the Southern Highlands and to see the to the Barrel One Mile Classic. Um, that's the reason you went. I'm well, assuming. mate. Who, well, why would I miss it, Tom? Why else would you be down I there? go every year, if as you know. There's a one-mile classic on. I go as, every year, as you know. I'm a big supporter of, of small-town fun runs, Tom. Yeah, so I think they've got a lot to say. Well, we are as a, a podcast. Yeah, we're supportive of, of, of the small-town fun run. And why wouldn't you be? They are literally action-packed. They're the lifeblood of, uh, the life of Australian uh, sport, Tom. Australian fun runs. They certainly are The that. beating heart of, of Australia's sporting culture. Yeah, is the fun run. The fun run. The local fun run. You're correct. You know what I mean? You get cafes behind. It's a real community vibe. It's a community a vibe, run. Tom. They shut, they shut down the streets. They shut down the whole yeah, street. The str- You're talking about Bong Bong Street and Barrel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was shut, They Tom. shut him down? It was shut. There were speakers lined up. People wow. were out and about. People were selling flowers and all Baked kinds of goods. knickknacks. There was a bloke there dressed as a pirate. He would have been fifty, dressed wow. as a pirate. I don't know for why. the kids. For mate. the kids, it's a community vibe. People making bloody uh, balloon animals. Face painting. I'm Face assuming. Face painting was going on. I'd be bloody surprised if there wasn't a jumping castle somewhere within the town. Didn't see one, Tom, but I think it's safe to assume there was one you there. And if there wasn't one, there needs to be a damn answer, and there needs to be a damn answer quickly. So we've. Uh... Finished our second week of Rugby League Finals. We've got four left. Final four? I think they've been coined, Tom. Yeah, the final four, I yeah. believe. Yep, that's and a, a good coining. It makes sense because hey. there's only four of them left and it is the final. I'm surprised no one's ever come up with that before, quite frankly. It's genius. Uh, let's talk cows. Let's talk that. Let's that, talk cows. Let's talk that little team that could. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk some cows. The they uh, They're almost like the Jeff Horn of the NRL right now. Yes, they are the Jeff Horn. Michael no Morgan's a, very Jeff Horn. Very Jeff Horn. F- fantastic. Hey, great. Winning. Very, very good. He's a, winner. He's a winner. He's a winner. He's a winner. He's a winner. Yeah, but just no one saw it coming. No, and no one really knows a whole lot about him. No. Pretty reserved sort of character. Yeah, he's, he keeps his cards doesn't, close doesn't strike, doesn't strike me as a man with, with a bad bone in his body, Tom. No, a real genuine bloke. A real, a, a real soul of the earth dude. Just a nice guy. A real Queenslander. Nice kid. Queensland kid. Yeah. But, but almost... Got his ducks in a row, Tom. Yeah, he does. He's, sort of, you know, he's a young fella as well, Eddie. You know, he's a lot younger than you or I. Yes. Uh, but he's playing for his nation, playing for his state, and he's driving uh, a Jeff Horn-esque team through the finals. And... Could very easily beat the Roosters next Friday. Hundred percent. They're looking well oiled. They're looking real good. And now, he's just gone to a, another planet entirely in yeah. in lieu of the great JT. JT. My Matt God. Scott. But uh, I tell you what, the Eels there with the textbook finals bed shit. Um, well, it was a bed shit. Tom. But I will say this, and it's very easy in hindsight. Although I did, whilst it was not recorded, uh, say to someone last week mm. that. 
I didn't actually expect a whole lot out of Parramatta. They've been good this year, Eddie. They've been good, right? Don't get me wrong. They've been good. They've had some nice wins. Had some nice wins. But who is their big game player? It, when the game is on the line and you and you need to give the ball to someone, you're like, this motherfucker has delivered before yeah. and will deliver again. Clutch. And deliver for me now. Clutch. Go. Who are we giving the ball to? Exactly. Corey Norman? Yeah, well, that's, I was about to say that's, Corey Norman. That's who you say, but he's, isn't it? But he's, but he's not. He's, when's he done it before? He hasn't. It doesn't, doesn't appear to be clutch, Tom. He can do good things in games, yeah. for sure. So can Mitchell Moses. But when have any, either of them done something when games online, give this man the ball, make something happen? Yeah. Never. Yeah, exactly. And, and until and they it, start doing that... And it's telling, Tom. Until they start doing that, the Eels are going to struggle. Because if you want to win a ring, Parramatta, if you want to go, if you want to reach the promised land, you know, right 30, whatever, five years of wrongs or however long it's been... Yeah. You, then you need to get some big game players. And I'll give you an example, Parramatta fans. Now, whilst this was, for me personally and for Eddie and for Manly fans everywhere, a truly heartbreaking moment, 97 grand final, you got a young halfback playing for Newcastle. He's a young Cessnock boy by the name of Andrew Joey Johns. May have heard of him since. I hope you have. Now, he was a young pup. He hadn't yeah. been around for very long. Probably He probably played less games than Corey Norman at this stage, and he's playing in a grand final. Big dance. Say, yeah. The, big the, dance, the big, the big dance. The big dance. Yeah. Now, game's on the line, and your number one playmaker in Andrew Joey Johns scoots from dummy half, goes blind, dummies, back inside to Darren Albert. They score and win on the buzzer. Greatest Ray Wong commentary of all time, in my opinion. Goes blind, Tom. He goes blind, Eddie. 97. Grand final. Tackle five. Tackle five. Last play of the match. Goes blind. Goes blind. Marinating that for a second, punters. Dare dribbles. I say last play of the season? Because it was. It Absolutely it was. But The last but also, play of but 1997. Also, but also, show me someone. Show me footage of a man. I think it was you know 20 all or thereabouts. May have been 18 all. Uh, with about 30 seconds, maybe even 15 seconds on the clock. Tackle five, right? Not going for the job goal. Goes blind. He, he goes blind, Eddie. Now, that's that's a guy with nuts, with big old balls. Big old cojones, yeah. Tom. And that's a young playmaker who, when the game's on the line, wants the ball and makes it happen. Parramatta does not have that. They've is got he, some players young, that are all right. Young clutch half. He's a young clutch half, and he went on to be a great clutch half. Yeah, In fact, well, the greatest of all time. An immortal clutch an half. An immortal clutch half. The greatest of all time. Yes, I'm aware. I know you're aware. I'm just making sure that it's acutely clear, <laughs> yeah. unavoidably clear yeah. for the listener. Yeah, who for may, the punter and the dribbler. For time. the punter and the dribbler who may align themselves with the Parramatta side, which you know that's their own problem. Oh God, help us, Union. Yeah, Ugh. Ugh. we'll get to that. <laughs> um, um, but just back to the cows quickly, yes. if I can, Tom. Uh, you can. If if the cows are to make the big dance, off the back of only been uh, handed an invite to the to September football off the back of a DMC bedshit, yeah. of which we've grown accustomed. Yes. So not terribly surprising, but still. You mean the DMC bedshit? Or the D- fact no that DMC bedshit? Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah, yeah. we've we've grown accustomed to yes. them. Yes. So not terribly surprising they snuck in there late, but but be that as it may, they were handed an entry. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Th- few things had to go their way late yes. this season. Now, if they are to beat the Roosters this weekend, the Chooks, who... Latte sipping Bondi boys. Who, since 2013, have struggled yes. in September. Yep. Uh, there has been one, two, three, four, five, six teams to make the big dance outside of the top four. Since what year? Since, since 99. 
Okay. So since the NRL's Can been... Can I try and have a crack at it? Yeah, since least... the NRL's been a competition... Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, there's been... Had a nice hut. There's been six. Do you want to have a crack? Outside the top four? Yep. I can give you one for certain. Okay. That's Parramatta in 2009. Or 2009, yeah. Yep, 2009. From eighth time. From eighth. Yep. That was a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go, and I'm just having a stab here. Yeah, mate, you just, know what I mean? I just hey, want to get involved in Tom, it. Tom. So this is involved. to make it to the big dance since 1999. Correct. Uh, I'll say the Warriors in 2002. Uh, the Warriors in 2011. Oh, 2011. Six. Lost to Mantown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my fault there. That's okay. Um, That's okay. Now you got to think about, uh, so what are we? Bulldogs in 2014. Yes. Yes. From seventh. There you go. Lost to South Sydney. And... I don't know. I'm done. Read them out. So St. George in 99, they finished th- sixth, lost to Melbourne. North Queensland in 2005, finished fifth, lost to West Tigers. Oh. 2009, Parramatta, as we've touched on, they lost to Melbourne. Sydney Roosters in 2010, sixth, lost to St. George. 2011, the Warriors sixth, lost to Manly. And 2014, Canterbury seventh, lost to South Sydney. Now, there's a trend there. If you make it from <laughs> outside, you ain't winning. You ain't winning. And you know what? Let's say they do. I think the reality here is, though, is it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, you are losing to Melbourne in the grand final. I think that's what we're getting at, Tom. Yeah. I think that's what we're getting at. Unless you are Melbourne, you will lose to Melbourne in the grand final. It'll be very interesting this weekend, Tom, to see what, what sort of clinic Melbourne put on this weekend against, against Brisbane. Because I feel like they're going to want to try and... Just sort of make it a make a point. Well, make a point, but also find some form. Yeah, you know what I mean. And forms not forms not the right word, but but get a real hum on going yeah. into the to the grand final it, into the first weekend on October. Yeah, get a grand final hum. Get on. a grand final hum on. Maybe a, maybe a ring hum on. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Grand yeah. final win hum yeah. on. Um, Corey Oates' knockout was pretty savage. Did you see that? He ran into Milford's shoulder and just got... Yes. Yes. Fuck. Yes. And actually, you know what? My moment of the weekend was in rugby league, which I'm sure it was everyone's, but fucking that semi-rad Radwood try was so sick. I was at the game. He's a big loss. Yeah, he is. Loss to the game. I don't give a shit about Parramatta. He's a loss to rugby league. No, no. He's a a loss to rugby league. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think he's going to stay ever in in rugby union for too long in Europe. Well, I'd like to think that he'd come back, mate. Well, he's a long way from from his family, from his... Support network, Tom, from Fiji. Yeah, I get you. You know what I mean? Playing a foreign game in a foreign land with a foreign people. Well, look, I just hope that he comes back because at the moment, he's the best winger in the competition. How many years has he signed for? Do we know? Uh, one or two, but I mean, too long turnover players like it's going out of fashion. Yeah, you're so right. you're there's right. no big dramas of him getting out of a contract. He'll be able to weasel his way out of a contract, Tom. Oh, yeah. He'll do some weaseling. Who are you going for this weekend? Uh, I think the Cowboys and the Storm. Yeah, I'm on the Cows. Can't have the Chooks winning. No. Can't have the Chooks winning, Tom. Nope. Uh, can't have Brisbane winning either. Not, not, no. Not a big fan of Brisbane. No. Look, to be honest, I prefer. The, I want the Cows to win out of all of the teams. Of the I life. want the Cows to win the comp. There, I've yep. said it. Said it. Said it. Fuck now Melbourne. you know it. Fuck, Fuck them all. Fuck, Fuck everyone. Brisbane. Tom, I don't know about you, but at around, uh, let's say, yeah, by six o'clock on Saturday night, I was starting to feel a lot better about the Wallabies off the back of the Springboks being down like 30 nil at halftime. Yeah. Maybe 35 nil. Mm. Just put the whole thing into perspective a little bit for me because yeah. I was sort of, and I think the nation largely was a little worried about where the Wallabies were 
in in the globally in, in, in the global setup. Yeah, it but looked, now but now it's acutely aware that as New Zealand just gets exponentially better, the globe and world rugby seems, seems to detract. Yeah, deteriorate, deteriorate. cease to exist, cease yeah. to be relevant. Uh, you're absolutely right, Eddie. When I saw that score, I did have a little bit of a smile to myself, going, "Well." At least we're not worse than South Africa. And we should have won in Dunedin. Well, yeah, we should have won in Dunedin, but as we I said... I know we didn't, but, but, but as we said but there, we didn't get beaten 57-0. No, of course we didn't get beaten 57-0, Eddie, but we almost got beat. That week before that, they were shitting on us 40-0 at half time, weren't they? Something absolutely fucked. Yeah, yeah. It was disgusting. And before, yeah, we came back. Like, they did, they semi put the cue on the rack. We semi just grew a pair of balls and tried to... We didn't of, give up, Tom. No, we didn't. Which the is, South Africans Which is what you can't hard. say to the South Africans. No, but they are a nation of quitters. I think that's fair to say, isn't it? Well, when the going gets tough. Yeah. When the going gets tough. Like trying, to win, like trying to win a World Cup semi. Exactly. You know what I mean? In, they, but in cricket and in in, and in rugby, yeah. When the going gets tough, they sort of roll over. The only way they won their World Cup was... They've won two, two. maybe, well, but they, the most well, recent they, well, 95 they won, but that was on the back of uniting the nation after, you know, the, the troubles of apartheid. Yes. And I think that's probably... A, a, um, you chalk that a, one up An to, anomaly. Yes, an anomaly. Well, or, or, or understandable because the nation has finally ended years yeah, of racism. exactly. Separation. Correct. The, but the then, second one more an anomaly because well, they, they just kick penalty goals. And they were beating who? No one. New no Zealand one. was gone, went in the quarters. Australia went in the quarters. So they were playing fucking... England with a, with a, with a second-rate Johnny Wilkinson because well, he wasn't... He was, he, he was so far off the boil by this time, Tom. Yes, but at this stage, Johnny, if you don't remember, was off the boil. I mean, he was off the boil, Tom. Uh, and he'd that's be, why he'd been on the boil. He'd been on well up in two thousand three. He'd been brought to the boil. He'd been brought to a nice little boil, like a nice little billy over a hot fire. That's right. But but the water had long since evaporated. It had long cooled. Eddie. <laughs> the water had long since cooled. The fire was out, and yes. the billy was sitting beside yeah, yeah. it. But, uh, but, so look, you know, <laughs> South Africa's two thousand and seven World Cup win should quite frankly be stricken from the record. It should be stricken from the record, Tom. Never competed. The whole tournament, Eddie. Yes. Competed against no one, won yeah. by default. Yeah, exactly. And look, whilst yeah, we have uh, gotten and, topic. Uh, and I'm, am I going to go and change that on Wikipedia? Am I going to go and change yes. that and put a little asterisk next to it saying "won by default"? And can you screenshot it and we'll gram it? But yes, Eddie, I will agree with you that when it was fifty-seven nil, mate. I watched the highlights. Mm. New Zealand are so fucking good at rugby union. Delicious. And they literally, we say this every time, but Jesus Christ, they are good. Some of the tries they scored, they've got this winger right now who's like 21, Rico Iwani, who is so fucking good. So he, hot right now. He's so hot right now, dude. You talk about rugby union studs, like stud rugby union players. Yeah. It's Rico Iwani. Studs. And, I mean, you could say... A Bowden Barrett. You well, can take fucking uh, the uh, uh, team, look, but I'm talking look, sexy, yeah, yeah, sexy yeah. rugby union. Yeah, players. yeah, like someone you'd want to sit on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Yes, you want to sit on Rico <laughs> Yuani every sit day. On That's yeah. the kind of stud I'm talking That's about. That's the sort of stud you want. You That's know what I mean? Between your thighs. <laughs> Little Rico between your thighs, Tom. <laughs> yes! Every bit an alpha, Tom. Every bit an alpha, and every bit an alpha I want inside me, mate. Well, he's a prize stud. You'd be mad not to, quite frankly. I want him to sigh my kids, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's a stallion, he's Tom. He's a stallion. 
Scored a couple of real gun tries. Though, oh, just, yeah. Just well, outside of fucking... Well, all, all of their eight tries were... Well, most of them were, were pretty red hot. Only kicked one penalty. They just want to... Love to play running They rugby. just love to play running rugby, don't they? There was one that was scored as well where there was a break made. I'm pretty sure it was uh, our old mate Rico. Mm. Uh, makes a break down the wing. Rico. Rico. Rico down the wing. Rico. Rico. <sighs> Oh, he was oh. so, so Rico's Rico's made a, a break down the wing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> thrown a ball inside to the hooker, no less. The hooker's keeping up with Rico. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how good news on it. The hooker's keeping up with Rico. The hooker's you keeping up with a prize stud. The prize stud. Prize stallion. Rico's all dick, mind you. You know what, what I mean? He's all dick. It's like carrying an anchor. <laughs> You know what I mean? Imagine pulling that thing yeah, up the field. Mate. Fucking hell. It'd be like trying to pull an F uh, jumbo jets with your teeth. You know those weirdos in Guinness Book of Records? Yeah, you know what I mean? With nothing better to pulling do with Pulling a hundred ton with their teeth or with their pinky or something bizarre. That's, that's essentially Maybe what it's like. Maybe scrotum. Yeah, that's what it's like that's for Rico. That's what it's like for Rico every time he touches the footy. And and the fact that he's made it as far as he is. The has. fact that he's the, the quickest in world rugby with a Boeing 747 <laughs> strap betwixt his thighs, Eddie. <laughs> it's quite exciting. It speaks to the value of the man as a rugby union player. Uh, so he's made a break. He's passed it into, I think, maybe their hookup, maybe their center. Mm. But but in this play, it's gone Rico, someone from the All Blacks, to their hooker, who's kept up with the play, mm. who then has got it to their second rower, Brody Retallick, who has also kept up with the play. And you're like, this is why you're so good, because every single one of your fucking players follows the play. It's never dead. They're still there. They're also weirdly athletic as well. Like Brody Retallick is pretty goddamn quick. He's very goddamn quick for a big like boy. 400 centimeters, He's I think. a big, big boy with a big fucking head, Tom. Big head. Huge head, Tom. Also very gangly. Jesus. Imagine those bloody change rooms. Imagine the showers. God. Dicks on the lot of them. Oh, God. Save us. <laughs> It'd be extraordinary. Actually, we're not done yet because the Wallabies did also play. <laughs> yeah, they won. They won, they but won. it was against Argentina, and they were losing at some point. So, I mean, do we maybe just brush them? Yeah. Well, look, congratulations to the Wallabies. Good to see you get a win on the board in yeah. this rugby championship campaign against Argentina. Uh you know, it you started pretty poorly, but you whipped yourselves into shape down there at a, at a, at a mediocre crowd in a, what looked like a. Mediocre part of the world, which is Australian uh, we, capital territory. Real Cambria, but it looked cold, yeah. Tom. Real cold. Looked cold. Real uninteresting. Just looked a little dour. Yeah. But congrats to the to the Wallabies. There was a, there was some things there that that looked quite nice. Flag got a t- couple of tries. We'll talk about him later. Um, and who else did? I don't know. Phipps got one. Genia got one. Good on you. You won against Argentina. I'm not stoked because it's Argentina. I'm just that's the bare minimum you had to do. Yeah, for yeah. It was win. You get a you get a pass. You mark. get a pass, Mark. What I will not stand for, Eddie. And we also put this up on our little uh, hello underscore sport underscore Instagram. No, it's hello underscore sport underscore podcast. No, it's not. Have we changed it? Um, it's just always been hello underscore sport underscore. Oh, is it? Yeah, but that's all right. Look, that's not important right now. <laughs> what I did put up there was a picture of, uh, well, a, a screenshot of a Fox Sports article, rugby article. Clickbait, Tom. Uh, clickbait for days, but also like, uh, I mean, look, clickbait's probably the best way, but it's also, it's a, I think it almost typifies the problem with rugby right now, and it's just this false... Uh, this false confidence 
hubris beyond uh, what is reasonable for a nation mm. that is no good at rugby union. Yeah. And it's Rod Beyond Kafer, reasonable expectations. Beyond reasonable expectations. Sane expectations. Now, Rod Kafer of Kick Chase fame, Kick Chase, <laughs> the uh, fantastic Fox Sports Rugby Union show. Yeah. Kick Chase. I don't know what time it's on. Uh, Kafe's come out, Eddie. Yeah. Now, he's acknowledged that New Zealand's in wonderful form. That's good of him. Because, I mean, how could you deny it? They're undeniable. Well, he's, I mean, he's got his finger on the pulse. He's got his finger on the pulse as a rugby analyst. Of course, he realises as a rugby analyst that the All Blacks are Well, in a, you'd want to hope home. he does, Tom. Otherwise. Otherwise, what's he doing? What's he doing on, what's he doing on Kick otherwise, Chase? Otherwise, his job's untenable, Otherwise, Tom. he better get off Kick Chase. Because I go to that show for rugby union knowledge and some, and some lols. And if I'm not getting <laughs> rugby union knowledge and I'm only getting the lols from Stephen Hoyles, I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah, I mean, because he's bringing buckets of lols. He's bringing buckets of lols, so Hoyles. If, if Hoyles is bringing the buckets of lols, you better okay, be... If you better be bringing the knowledge. Yeah. And I think he has here because he's also pointed out that he really does think that the uh, Wallabies can beat the All Blacks. In a couple of weeks' time. In Brisbane next month, actually. Uh, and basing his opinion on what exactly? Well, I think it would be our Feel? recent form against the Feel? Jaguares. Oh, the Jaguares. The Jaguares. The Jaguares. You know what I mean? Like, because we beat, we beat like a third world nation in rugby terms. Yeah. Rugby third world nation. Yeah. Jaguares. Jaguares, yeah. Whose national sport is not rugby union. It's polo. It's polo. And football. So Soccer. So a nation... Bred on polo and football. Mm. Horses, ponies, Tom. Ponies and football. And mm. we're talking round ball stuff, not not your bloody... Soccer for the soccer punter and the dribbler. For you uncultured fucks. Yeah. And I think I think Kaif, in his esteemed rugby knowledge, he did play 10 tests with the Wallabies, uh, he seems to think that we're a bloody... We're a pretty good chance of knocking off the All Blacks. Now, I mean, they did just beat South Africa, as we mentioned, 57-0. Um, yeah. <laughs> Also beat us like fucking to death in the first game and then managed to come back from what in any other game would have been an unassailable lead. But against any but it's New Zealand and yeah. they're playing Australia. Like so yeah. I'm just I'm not I'm not entirely sure what he's basing that on, but I know that Kaif wouldn't just be saying shit. Well he'd want to hope he's not, Tom. He's not just baiting the the, the, the rugby union public, is he? He's not just saying things to get our hopes up. So we watch the game on Fox Sports. Well, it, <laughs> You'd want to hope not, Tom. Because, I mean, he's sure. Because it's sacrilegious. You, you wouldn't lie about that just to get us to watch you the don't, broadcast. You don't lead the punter and the dribbler on like that. Like and, that. And, and when you're in a position of influence, Tom, i.e. from kick and chase fame, a real position of influence yeah. in, in Australian rugby circles, Tom. I'd go so far as to say the Premier Rugby Union program uh, of all time. Of all time is fair. Certainly since the return of the millennium. Certainly. Certainly. <laughs> so with that in mind, Tom... Just, For him to to be actively misleading the punter and the dribbler to draw eyeballs to a Fox Sports uh, coverage coverage would it would, it would be irresponsible. It's irresponsible, and and, and not the cave I know, <laughs> not the cave I want, no. not not the cave we need. No, exactly. In these dark times, it's not the cave we need. Not in these dark we deserve. Time. <laughs> we need a more responsible cave, and I just hope that he is being responsible. I hope this is this is merely a glitch. <laughs> In the cave matrix, and that actually, <laughs> and that he actually believes. Yeah, does he just believe? He actually believes. Maybe he does. Like Connor believed he'd beat Floyd. Is it that? Is he? Is he taking a bit of a Connor? Is it? Un, is, I mean, have we? Are we looking at this all wrong? Is it just unbridled belief, belief. in the jersey, Tom? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe in the we're, nation. Maybe we're lacking a little bit of belief in the jersey. <laughs> no, I don't know why that would be. I don't know. What, I don't know what fucking half of a decade and a half of pain and sorrow will do to a man. But I think maybe we're lacking a bit of belief in the jersey. 
And I think Kate has taken a timely reminder to us that in the face of overwhelming adversity, just... Why can't we live forever? Would you really want to? Can You Tell Me Why is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong. At Liberty Financial, we're free-thinking. Not in a walk-around-the-house naked with all the blinds open kind of way. We're financial free-thinkers. You've heard of debt consolidation, right? Well, at Liberty, we don't just consolidate, we liberate. From the pressure of multiple credit cards, car loans, home loans, personal loans, tax debt, you name it. We'll look at your situation and come up with a plan to get you back on track. We call it Loan Liberation. Call 13 11 33 or visit liberty.com.au. Liberty, free-thinking loans to help you get financial. Lending criteria apply. Now, Eddie, uh, did you manage to get a glimpse of the uh, Golovkin-Canelo fight? The, su- the super bout, Tom. The biggest fight in boxing this year outside of, obviously, McGregor Mayweather. Well, and the best fight this year. Yes. It the was, best fight this year. It was epic. Uh, yeah, we bought it. We bought it. We got on the blower early Sunday morning, Street Nye. Yep. Put in an order. Yep. 40 bucks. Yep. Piece of very piss. affordable that. Thanks for coming. At a very affordable forty dollars. Um, we had to. Uh, I I was sort of on like you know McGregor Mayweather time, which was probably three o'clock maybe that fight started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I checked my phone at around eleven thirty, eleven forty-five. Tom, we were out for breakfast. Got the fright of my life, the scare of my life oh. when I realised that they were already one fight through the main card, and that there was only three, two fights until the big one. So we quickly cancelled breakfast. Cancelled breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast what they, was cancelled. You were with the girls. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast was cancelled. And how'd they handle that? Well, there was. It's, there's no debate, Tom. No, there's no debate. But how did they handle that? Was there a little bit of with, a like with, with grace? I would say with grace and poise. Yeah, with grace and poise. I was shocked. Did you have to uh, sweeten the deal in any way? Did you promise anything? Were you going to make up for it? No, no, nothing. Actually. Well, look, you just straight up said I no. Think, I think. Well, we didn't say anything. I think they just realised how much it meant to Straight and I. Yes. Uh, so we rushed home. They did a little shopping. Oh, and you then, left them in town. Yep. You guys took one car. They took the other. That's correct. Uh, so we did. We we rushed back. Uh, had a few beers, and when they'd finished shopping, they came back and cooked us breakfast. So it actually worked out oh, very well. Oh well, that's good. So yeah. that worked out very well for you. So to the fight, Tom. It was one hell of a blue, wasn't it? A nice blue, a nice stink. It was just. Um, it was. It it really sort of galvanized. How much? How good boxing can be when it's when fought it's between, done right. When it's done right, fought between two motherfuckers that want to throw. Yeah, they're also strong alphas in their prime, like very good boxers. Very good. You know what I mean? The two, the probably that will the probably the third, second and third biggest draw in boxing. Probably currently current fighters. Maybe Anthony Joshua number one. Maybe Anthony maybe, Joshua number maybe, one. Maybe, but Alvarez maybe won himself. You know what I mean? They're in the top three, Tom. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So when there's with two bucks in their prime going head to head. And heavy hitters. and But but not afraid to throw, Tom. Did you see, obviously you did because you watched the fight, but when Alvarez hit 
fucking Golovkin with, with his that, with knockout that, punch. With the huge right With hook. the huge overhand right, like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, here yeah, we go. Yeah, this yeah, is my yeah, knockout yeah, punch yeah, 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 yeah. And he literally just ate it and kept walking forward. You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This guy this is... This guy's a motherfucker. He's a Terminator. He's yeah, a fucking... Yeah, yeah. Mate, he's our, a robot. Alvarez landed some, some fucking heavy shots. Yeah. A couple of real... Real nasty uppercuts in there as well in the first couple of rounds. And And the sound was so, the sound was just so audibly like, Jesus Christ, these are some thumping punches. Alvarez wore his his fair share of punches himself, though. For sure he did. Fucking don't worry about that. Golovkin, nasty jab. Golovkin's a badass. He's a bad motherfucker. I tell you what, though, and whilst we, the, the big controversy out of the fight is that judge. Uh, absolutely shit Adelaide, Adelaide, Adelaide Bird. Yeah, Bird, Burn, Burn. I don't know, but having just clearly no idea what's what was going she on doing? in thinking that, that, that Alvarez won uh, all but two rounds, I think, is basically how she scored that yeah. fight. No, she did. Which is ridiculous. Now, I must uh, preface my uh, comments uh, with the reality and the knowledge to the punter and the dribbler that... I'm no pugilist. I don't know the rules of boxing to the point of like how scoring. You yeah. know, I couldn't sit there and score a fight. Yeah, any. like like what like how how who what's the what's, scoring shot? How, like you know, what's more important? You know what I mean? Ring, ring control, control or, or, punches or punches landed thrown? thrown Surely punches uh, landed is number one. I don't know. You would assume so. Not punches thrown. Punches landed. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. But well, then what's more important? Punches thrown, but not necessarily landed. Ring control. No, ring control. I would imagine. I would imagine. But look again. Don't know. But. As any person can do, you can stand there and just watch a fight with a human eye and go, well, I'm just watching two people punch just each other. Just use your eyes. If Tom. I can just boil it down to a very simple science for, for the punter and the dribbler, who most of us like to watch people fight each other, but we don't, you know, we're not going to get that involved in it where I'm going to start fucking scoring fights. <laughs> but I'm just going to watch two people fight each other yeah, and yeah. enjoy it and be like, oh, uh, yeah, without ha- without getting lessons yes. in, into the to the nuances, to the nuances of scoring. Of exactly. Yes. I don't need to I don't need to tell you oh that his jab's not looking too good. Yeah. I thought Canelo won. I thought it was incredibly close. I didn't think it was like a whole oh, fuck. And that's why when they said draw, I was like, well, yeah, okay, a draw. Like, scat, I wanted a decision, but I thought Canelo won it. I, see, I thought Triple G won just because yeah. of his work later in the in the fight. Well, that's the thing. It was undoubtable that it, like Canelo came out hard and then Triple G uh, really, you know, started kicking on. Because, as... like, round one, the first couple of rounds are always a bit like, eh. Yeah, I know, but it was... but. The, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, because it's a feeling out process. But exactly. it just seemed like and Canelo then, and then was the, And they're the rounds Canelo him. was winning, yeah. you know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. like, Golovkin, I thought, got the better of, of the of the, of the the money rounds, so to speak. Like, the big dick rounds. The big dick rounds, when you're in you there. You know what I mean? The championship know. rounds, as I, I think they've been referred well, to. Well, the as. championship rounds, I believe, Eddie, from 10, 10 to 11, 12. 12. Yeah, yeah. But he won, he won certainly won two of them. Yeah, at least won two of those. Yeah. And then probably basically... Give, probably give Canelo round 12. I would say. I mean, yeah, maybe. You know, at the end of the day, who the fuck are we? Exactly. But, but honey, I tell you, I will say this, Tom. I got no dramas with it being a draw. No, I've just got a drama with, with Adelaide being like, "Well, have you That's been right, paid? Have you been paid, Adelaide? Yeah, because it feels like you have. Smells like you have. Smells like you've been paid. I don't know what you look like, but I'd, I'd, I'd harness the guess to say that you look a little, little bit like a weasel. Yeah, a little bit of that weasel vibe. You got, you're giving off a weasel vibe. A mate of mine that I work with put uh, fifty dollars on the draw. One a thousand. Fuck off. Yeah, he showed me the bet today. What a pig. Yeah. What Strong, a pig. Right? Yeah. Was it just like ah oh, fuck it? No. Or, or was he, he goes, been yarning about mate, this he all goes, week? He goes. He goes. What's the best thing for boxing? A rematch. So he goes. Fuck it. Fifty but, on the draw. 
Because a rematch, you guaranteed a rematch and a draw. You're yeah. Not guaranteed. If, he, if, if, he, if one of them just can't get KO'd stiff, you're not necessarily going to rematch that bitch. But now we get another fight. We get another So I'm not, I'm not mad at it at all. Uh, I don't give a shit. Are you going to be anti that? Fuck no. no. And now they've fought each other, you know what I mean? It's going to be, what's the tactic now? Yeah. What do you do? Brawl? More do brawl and hopefully. More brawling, please, Tom. I'd like to see some more fucking brawling. That's all I want is a bit of brawling. Can I be honest and say I want more brawling? No, plenty of it? Yeah, plenty of brawling. Uh, is that a plan? Is, we got that? Uh, can we, that in the can someone get Oscar De La Hoya on the blower, please? Can we make this happen? End of November? Oscar De La Hoya uh, could quite... You know he's like a cross-dresser? <laughs> is he? Yeah. Oscar, a, for, for the punter and the dribbler, Oscar De La Hoya, one of the great... Uh, boxers. He's now a promoter. He promotes... Uh, Canelo, Canelo Alvarez, Alvarez, Golden Boy Promotions. That's right. Uh, yeah, he is... He uh, There's a photo doing like that's online from back in the day, and it's him standing in full fishnet. Stocking out. Go find it now on your phone. Just do it while we're talking here. You know we'll- what? It, look, the pair of the pair of hindsight's very. It's a good. It's a nice tool to use. But he's got that look. He does have. A, do you know what I mean? Now that I bring it up to you, you're yeah, like, yeah, this yeah, guy yeah, could yeah, be a cross dressing yeah, yeah, freak. Yeah. He and looks a little. He looks like he could swing that way. Yeah. Not that there's anything. There's wrong nothing with wrong that. with that. But he seems a little bit like fetishy freak. Yeah, he seems a little prone to the fetish, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, just, just look into it, Eddie. Oscar De La Hoya in I'm fishnets. Just, is that what I'm... Is Oscar that it? Oscar De La Hoya in fishnets, ladies and gentlemen. We're just waiting for Eddie to see it. Okay. I'm filming you looking for Oscar De La Hoya in fishnets. Fishnets, yeah. Okay. It's, I just want to see what your reaction is. So you didn't believe that Oscar De La Hoya... Oscar De La Hoya, it was me in the fishnet and high heel pictures. I still haven't seen them. No, maybe go to images if you're in Google, Eddie. I think that's important. Oh my god, this gracious. Ooh. Yeah, dude, they're saucy. <laughs> Look at him, he's in full foot. You've only got heart you know, the waist down. Though. He's got his gloves on. Yeah, dude. I told you. If there Holy was if fuck. there was ever any doubt about oh, the he's photo. A, he's a big It's habitual. <laughs> he's habitual. Yeah. He's a oh, he is habitual. Is he wearing a wig in that one uh, you just showed now, me? And now he's got a, dr- a little skirt on. Okay, I didn't know. I only knew of the one photo, so now we're both surprised. No, he's, he's, he's yeah, and he's got a little crop top on oh, for, the, for the punter and the dribbler. Is he with a, a girl or a guy He's there? with a girl who's actually got a nipple out. Okay. Sure, she's quite attractive too. So we've got Oscar De La Hoya and a little crop top and, and a little skirt with, uh, with I'm assuming, heels on and, and fishnet, white fishnet stockings. And then there's quite an attractive, I'm going to say Mexican, that he's hugging who's also got a nipple out. Okay. Okay, Oscar. Well, and, and, and Dana White actually bagged him out when, when Oscar came out and shit on the McGregor Mayweather fight. He was like, uh, he's like, it's bad for boxing. He's like, uh, are you serious right now? Like, we all know what you did, Oscar. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It's like, we're all like, we're all remembering this, right, Oscar? Like, you you know what happened here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's really fucked up boxing? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Crossdresser. Check it out on Google if you don't believe us, punters and dribbles. I can. I assume they're already doing it right now and they're looking uh, at the photos just, with us. Just Google Oscar De La Hoya in fishnet stuff. Yeah, and you'll see uh, more than I realised. More photos there's than a, I knew. There's a bit on there, punters and dribblers. Think he was also a raucous booze hound, maybe. Did some cocaine. I'm not sure about uh, that. That's almost all, almost certainly. Almost certainly. Uh, 
but but think of it as our gift to you, punters and dribblers. Yeah, maybe something that when you started listening to this podcast, you didn't think you would see today. Yeah, you, is, you, you never thought it. Never you never thought you never even thought that Oscar De La Hoya and fishnets was a thing. But now you're looking at it and you're going, oh, okay, little different. It says, look, it's another string to the bow of the of the man. It's a, it's another string to the bow, and you're also getting a little nip in there. Yeah, you this is a, a little as cherry, a little on, cherry top. on top. As a, it wasn't all for it wasn't all a waste. No, you got was, a little nip. You in got there. a little nip in there. So you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> say thank you, players. Say thank Parnas, you, players. Punters, dribblers, very lucky there. We give you a little nip after showing you Mr. Delahoya and Fishies. Tom, we're just going to change tack quickly. Yep. I'm looking to hand out some Victoria Bitter. Ice cold. God's nectar, Tom. Angel piss. Mother's milk. Yep. Stuff of dream. Yes. Goes to, to an Australian. This is how Aussie this bloke is. His nickname is Aussie Mark. Get the fuck out of here. That's his name. That's what we, that's what he's referred to. Aussie Mark. Aussie Mark. Aussie Mark Leishman. We're not talking about the leash, are we? We're talking about the leash, Tom. We're talking about the leash. The boy from Warnable. Freaking a leash. The boy from Warnable, Tom. Warnable. The boy from Warnable. 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 Bloke with a gut. Oh, that bloke. That bloke. The, the leash. Yeah, the leash looks every bit an Aussie battler. Oh yeah. Well, he's just battled his way to a, to a big W there over the, at the, in the FedEx Cup, first week of the playoffs. Did he really? So there's four tournaments in the FedEx Cup, the, and this is week one, the BMW Championship. Uh, Leash just fucking blew him out of the water. Four or five shot lead, win rather. 22 under for the tournament. Uh, Did he cruise in? Was it yeah, in? Was he ever, never in doubt? From post to, from pillar to post, from pillar to post, same. Aussie Mark just from start to finish, all four rounds. It was just W after W for the big leash. Is he the Australian John Daly? Fuck yes, he is, but not a, but more of a not just a train wreck. Not 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 as much of a pig. Yeah, right. Just a good Aussie bloke. Just a good Aussie bloke likes a pie and a schooner. Loves a pie and a schooner. Loves surely loves a punt. Loves his rugby league. Loves his rugby league. Loves his nation. Loves his nation. Tom. Yeah, loves right. his nation. Would do anything for his nation. Literally do anything. Hasn't forgotten his way. Hasn't lost his way. Comes no. back every summer to play in Australia. Does he really? Loves his nation. Okay, one of those blokes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. One you can sort of ba- a bankable star almost. Well, he's got a W. It's his second of the year. Won the Arnold Palmer Invitational, which is no fucking that, nothing. So, he's, so he's having a good 27 well, he's got a little hum on, Tom. He's got a little hum on. Made a lot of money re- overnight. How, how much did he win? Uh, millions. Millions? Yeah. So Fuck, I'd love to see what Lee should spend on those, spend his millions on. You reckon he's a caravan man? A caravan man? He's absolutely... And he's a four-wheel drive man. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 he yeah, goes yeah. out bush. He's got he's got all the gear, I would say. Mate, I don't think he. I don't think he's driving around in sedans. Let me put no, it that way. No, 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 no. He's, he's got a big Pajero kitted out or a big cruiser, maybe. A cruiser. I'd say cruiser. Maybe he's a more, fucking huge Yeah, yeah he's more of a cruiser man, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, Maybe with like a custom sort of uh, Tra- trailer yeah. on the back. Yeah, yeah, A custom yeah. trailer for yeah. pulling shit. Yeah, he likes to pull shit. You can, yeah. we get, are we painting a picture of the leash for you here, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Aussie what I mean? Mark. He takes on river crossings. Yeah, and when he gets mate, he's into got a trouble, snorkel on yeah, that fucking thing. He's got a thing. snorkel. He goes underwater. He's a of beast he of a man. Loves winching shit. Loves, oh, the people, mate. loves helping people out who might have gone awry on oh, a trail. Oh, you got a flat? Here we go. Let yeah, me help yeah, you. Yeah. Let me help you out. You'll pull over for strangers. Oh, you bogged, are you? Let me just drag you oh, out. Oh, okay. I'll winch onto your tow bar uh, and drag this, you, you out. See this winch here? You see this winch here? Takes up to 30 tonne. Top of the line. Top of the line. Best winch in the country. Best winch. Best winch you'll mate. get, mate. Best winch well, you'll get. I know get. they'll say that bloody Winston winch is better, but... They're oh, talking shit. They're talking shit. Who are you going to trust? Who are you going to trust? Some old codger or bloody Aussie Mark? Exactly. With a gut from hell. <laughs> from heaven. From heaven. 
with an adult onset diabetes gut. <laughs> Who are you trusting? Like, let's be honest. <laughs> Old codger? Old codger or adult diabetes? Or adult diabetes. Aussie Mark, please. So to Aussie Mark, here's a case of big frosty mother's milk. Fuck yeah. We have a question though. Oh, we got a we've and and you know what this this dribbler keeps on dribbling, keeps on providing dribbles. Well, he, that's well, that's King Dribbler. I, th- I feel like it's his duty to yeah, dribble. It is his duty to dribble, and he's been the most because he's the king of the dribblers. Is he? Our, is he? Our, is he our number one fan? Would you say that? Is he our number well, one ticket holder? Well, that and the bloke from Dubai. That's true. Who still remains uh, anonymous? Uh, yeah, uh, a, a, sort of. Frustratingly coy and evasive. Yeah, yeah, almost, almost. He's almost mystical in a sense. Yeah. So actually, I'd say that he would be a number one fan. Dribbler, dribbler second, second, third, maybe fourth. I don't know. He, but he's, he's he's in the conversation. You know, you're at least in the top twelve. Dribble. That's good to know. Now, uh, could you get his question out for the um, punters? I'll get the question up. So dribbler, you, for the long term dribblers and the punters, you would remember that we used to ask people to ask. Uh, Fan questions. Fan questions. So we haven't had one for a while. Don't know that many fans. Maybe a reflection of the times. <laughs> <laughs> but we have one tonight. We've got one. Evening dribblers. Hope you're both well. Okay, but simple and vague to avoid punishment. Yeah. What is your all-time favorite sporting moment and why? Cheers, KD. Thank you for the question, KD. Now, Eddie, I don't know about you, right? But as a sporting fan... Mm. Lifelong. Yes, Tom. And a fan of many sports as well. Yeah. Just, do you reckon you would find it hard as a sports fan to say, tell me what you enjoyed more? Uh, Kathy Freeman running around winning that 400 meter gold or... Uh, or, Thorpe, or Thorpe touching or, out Gary Hall Jr. on the way to probably yeah. the most famous swimming victory well, see, look, of all time. They're the same sports, but, but a good point. Or, no. maybe, or maybe Shane Keith getting his 700 at the, at the MCG. Or maybe just just, uh, just the Ashes 5. like uh, uh, Maybe Steve Waugh's late 100. Steve Waugh's late 100 at the SCG Last in fading ball. light. Fading light. Well, maybe that was your favourite, Eddie. Or maybe, maybe Manly's 40-0 demolition of a cheating Melbourne Storm in 2008 and Steve uh, accented by Steve Menzies' final try of his career. Maybe that was your favourite. Maybe you loved Mick Fanning's first World World Tour title. Or his Surfing. second or third. You know what I mean? Doing it for his brother who died in a car crash. Maybe you know when what he I mean? punched the shark, Eddie. That was iconic. Super iconic. Maybe it was the maybe, gadding ma- ball. Maybe it was the gadding ball. Maybe it was the gadding ball. Warney's first ever Ashes nut. Maybe it was... Drifted and then just turned on right angles to just do gadding. Gadding still looking for it, Maybe Tom. it was origin highlights, Eddie. Uh, maybe may- it was maybe it was bloody Pups 300 at the SCG on his home weekend. Maybe it was Diva going over the line, Melbourne Cup third straight. Diva! Maybe it was Diva. What I'm trying to make a point of here, Eddie, is it shows the lack of sporting knowledge <laughs> that this dribbler has <laughs> to think that I'm going to sit here and pick one no. favourite moment of all time. Can't be done. It can't be done, dribbler. Come on. Now, I like the question in the sense that we get to reminisce on some great times. Love the question for that. For that reason, thank you. Thank you very much. But you cannot ask a man, a, a man that loves his sport and his country, to come up with one singular moment. Can't be done. Can't be done. Bradbury? Bradbury was a lot of fun for the nation, One of the Tom. most uniquely Australian wins of all time. Maybe it was Paddy Rafter, US Open, 99. Could have been Pat. rather. Could have been Pat. 
could have been come on late. Maybe it was just, maybe it's just Ricky Ponning rocking back and pulling. You know what else it could be? And we're talking about in a rocking chair and just having a wank. Yeah. It is, that is some great footage if you've ever been on YouTube. I'll tell you what else. Uh, every single one of Ricky Ponting's career runouts. If you want to go and watch an hour of footage on YouTube, yeah, it's there. Marinate that, please. Uh, that might be my favorite Australian sporting moment. It's a highlights package. Uh, uh, what about Jared Haynes' run to the 2009 Grand Final? Huh? Uh, some of the best rugby league ever played full stop. Joey's 2005 origin return? Huh? Uh, oh, when we put like 36 on him up at Suncorp, game three. After being one game down, Kamali throws the intercept in game one. Joey comes back game two and three and we win. And win, bi- and win big. Win Tom. big, Dribbler. We won big, uh, John Eels, 2002. Lifting the William Webb Ellis. Sorry, that was 99. <laughs> I'm talking about 2002 penalty goal. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that superb? It was superb, Tom. Maybe that's your favourite dribble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. Come on. Sharpen up. Sharpen up. But great question. Though, great question. Do you allow us to reminisce, but sharpen up. But just sharpen up. You know sharpen what I mean? Is your bib... Your bib- Feels like your bib's a little loose. Feels like that bib's a little loose there, Dribble, because, I mean, obviously you got a bib on, but you need to tighten that bib. Tighten that bib up. Come on, tighten that bib Tighten up. Tighten her up. Tighten her up, Dribble. Tighten her up, Dribble. Come on, Dribbs. Come on, Dribbles. Come on, Dribbles. Tighten her up, mate. Come on, Dribbles. Come on, you got him, Dribbles. Don't get him into him, Dribbles. Don't get into it. All right, I think that's us. Ta-ta. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>